Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. We are recording this only two days before the new year, so we thought it would be a great time to talk about New Year's resolutions. But don't worry, these are encouraging resolutions. We hope they help you in the coming homeschool year. Before we begin, I also want to thank Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring this week's episode. To make math fun, you can check out their website over at teachingtextbooks.com. So, let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Okay, well, hey, everybody, and uh, thanks for joining us. Honestly, I didn't even want to do this podcast today because it's it's right after Christmas. It's between Christmas and New Year. I'm still in that let's forget real life, at least until New Year's Day. But uh, I won't be here next week uh, because uh, we're going to be at a homeschool a cruise, a marriage cruise, um, for about a week. Um, and uh, it's too late to come this year, but you can plan to come next year because I think we're going to do it again, and we're going to do a, a family cruise. And uh, if you're if you're listening to this now or you listen to this in the next couple of days, I'm just a little nervous because we're going to be cutting it to the wire. Um, you know, you know, they should tell you all these things before you buy your plane tickets, before you plan for these things, um, because. You know, when we were planning all this out, you know, months ago, and we bought our tickets, I, I don't know, a couple months ago, um, my wife said, well, I don't want to give an extra day, uh, so we don't want to, uh, you know, because it's a long cruise, it's an eight-day cruise, we don't want to give an extra day, because we don't want to be away from our kids, so let's plan to leave, you know, and get there in time, and so we bought tickets where we would land two hours before the boat departs. Yeah, well, that's not the scary part. The scary part is this. I just found out that you're not allowed to board one hour before you depart. So I've got about 55 minutes to get from the airport to the boat into the thing. Um, and now luckily uh, it's only a, you know 10 minutes from the airport, um, but I'm still a little nervous. Uh, and we do have one layover in chicago which if there's any oh, traffic man. we're in trouble i give you um, a 25 percent so, uh, chance of making it <laughs> i know oh, and it, i just looked at the weather it's supposed to snow on that day so i mean it it could just all fall apart um but uh so uh i'm a little stressed out here um so moms if you're listening and you think about praying pray that that clock would slow down and nothing would get in the way of our airplane because uh there's a whole host of bad things that could happen you know if we get there and we miss the boat what do we do then you know how do we get home and how do we work all that out so i don't know i'm i'm just kind of hanging in there uh but hey i've never missed a meeting yet so we're just gonna pray that god is Got to make up for my stupidness and get us there uh, on time. So, but if you remember to pray, I sure to appreciate it. So Ben will be on his own own next week. Uh, but before we go, before we get too far into the new year, I just kind of want to talk about, uh, you know, Christmas holiday. Now I know how Ben's Christmas went, but Ben, everybody listening might not not know your how your Christmas went. So, what did your Christmas day look like? Uh, I mean, it was awesome. We had a super fun time. I mean, Renly is, she didn't really remember last year so, since she was, I mean, you know, wasn't even two yet. So uh, it was fun, you know, getting experience with that with her. She, I mean, this hasn't changed at all, but she just loves princesses more than anything in the world. Um, so that was pretty much all she got. I mean, she got, 
uh, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of sick almost how much stuff she got, <laughs> but she got a ton, loved it. So that was super fun getting to experience that with her. So in the morning we did that with, you know, our family. And then after that, we went over to mom and dad's, uh, did Christmas with our family. And then after that, we went over to, uh, Rissa's parents and did Christmas with her family and her sisters and brother-in-law and everything else. So it was, it was really good. It was a full day. Uh, you know, it changes when you have to work the next morning, you know, and it feels like it ends abruptly, but, uh, it was awesome. And we had a super, super fun time this year. So we were very, uh, yeah, it was fun. It was a great, great year. And it was warm though. It was like here in Indiana, normally, you know, it's been cold, but, uh, it was like 57 degrees on Christmas day. So it was a little weird, but it was, it was a really good, you know, really good Christmas all around. But I think you guys, uh, did a little bit of traveling on the day of. Yeah. So we, we did a little bit of traveling and, and it is kind of make it all into a blur. So you're like, there were people would ask like two days later or three days later. So how was Christmas? And I'm like, can't even remember <laughs> it just seemed like it was so long ago so are you are, I, I don't know Ben. are you one of the kids who uh you know goes into a post-christmas depression like i can't believe it's over it was you know that kind of thing i feel not. like not really i mean forward? i just not necessarily ready to move forward i mean i do miss like the christmas decorations mostly probably but it just feels like it comes so quick so unexpected and like I don't know. It's just hard for me to feel the whole everything leading up. And so it doesn't feel like a giant change in my week since, I mean, it's just work regardless, you know, so uh, I don't feel it too much since I'm pretty busy anyway. So uh, and, you know, people don't know this, but uh, you've got a kind of a new office since the last time we saw you. Right. Well, last year we well, last week, I think I had the shiplap in, but it was uh it was like still unpainted. So we painted it all this weekend, started, I got my Rissa and my brother put to, uh, Rissa paid for it, but my brother built it, a desk uh, that I'm using now. And I got it all set up and started decorating a little bit. So it, we're, we're getting there. I'm super excited. It's so nice to finally have it. We've almost been here four years and we haven't touched this room. So it's super <laughs> awesome to finally have something. So well, hopefully tell people a little in the back because they're trying to guess what those pictures are on the back. What are those? These are all from Disney World attractions. So it's Haunted Mansion, Space Mountain, the monorail country bear jamboree i think big thunder mountain and pirates of the caribbean so those kind are retro yeah they're like coasters. old like probably i don't know well probably from when it launched so like the 70s yeah. so i love it and uh as you probably have known if you've listened to podcasts for any length of time but i'm gonna have a bunch of stuff in here that i enjoy so it'll be fun so it's kind of like my mini man cave i guess you could say but <laughs> but we were talking because yeah. it's new year is like right around the corner um, I mean, actually tomorrow is uh, New Year's Eve and we're all going to a hotel with some friends and everything and family. So it's going to be awesome. But we were talking about, uh, you know, uh, it's kind of the thing to do the New Year's resolutions. And I heard like, you know, the most common New Year's resolution, I think, is probably like the lose weight thing. Right. And I was talking to someone and the statistic of drop off, I think, is like. 70% or something within like three months or something of people who sign up for new memberships, you know, don't end up coming after like three months. But that's so we decided we're not talking about those kind of resolutions today. Uh, Dad has been kind of putting together some of his resolutions he thinks for homeschooling and for you, that would be awesome. So he's going to sh uh, share some of those. So hopefully hey, uh, before I do that, though, I was just thinking because uh, I got I just got an email just a um, I don't know within the last half hour. Um, uh, and just before I re read the email uh, or tell you about the email, um, we had uh, yesterday, uh, Sunday, uh, we, we visited uh, my daughter's 
church. Uh, she's engaged to be married on the day after Valentine's Day, and her and her husband, or her future husband, um, was preaching at a church that he's working at, um, not too far away, and uh, we all went. And it looked, it was a really cool church. It looked like it was going to be a great day. And uh, while we're in the worship time, uh, Jed, my 11-year-old, walks over to his mother, like he's like sitting across the aisle, walks over and says, <coughs> Mom, can I have a drink of water? And I'm like, you know, I'm a little bothered, like, don't, you know what? Not now. You don't need water now. And Debbie's like, oh, come on, just give him some water and, you know, and. So he took a drink of water and then for the next few seconds, I'm thinking, why don't I, my kids, why do they wait till, you know, why we're in the middle of the church to do this? And then, uh, I don't know, a couple minutes later, came comes back um, and we're singing songs and, and uh, uh, he sits down and he's kind of looking like he's not feeling too good. And uh, as I'm standing up, uh, Debbie, Debbie kind of says something and I turn around and Jed is fainted and he's sliding out of his seat. And uh, even as I talk about it, it feels kind of scary. And so I jumped up and um, he immediately woke up and he said, did I faint? And I said, yeah. And I said, here, why don't you lay down? And he was, you know, it's kind of, we're scooting out of the way, trying to sit him down in these chairs. And, uh, and, uh, uh, I, so I ran out and I went to go get a washcloth uh, with some water on it. When I came back, some other lady that I didn't know, it looked like she was dragging Jed and he was passing out again. And I went and I picked him up. I carried him out into the um, uh, foyer and, you know, he's looking pale and, and I'm starting to like, Oh no, something. Now he's kind of waking up and we set him on a couch and, there was an EMT lady who worked there and another lady and they kind of took charge and they, they were pretty comforting. And anyway, so an ambulance came and they checked him out. Everything looked good. We took him to the emergency room. Everything looked good and he's fine right now. Um, but you know, it just struck me even then, uh, cause Jed has this annoying habit. I actually, Ben kind of has the same one. Uh, <laughs> I know this will come as a shock to Ben, um, <laughs> but he's a whistler. And so Ben's always whistling. I mean, just, you know, we're all sitting there ready to open Christmas presents and Ben's like, you know, whatever he's whistling. I can't do it right now. Um, but Jed whistles like sharp pitch tones. Like, you know, I can't. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, he was doing it uh, tonight and, Maggie was saying, Jed, can you stop that? But man, it sounded so good because I think, you know, it could have been really bad yesterday um, because people have aneurysms, people have bad things happen, um, you know, on normal days. And then I got this email, like I said, just within 30 minutes ago, uh, maybe a little bit longer now. Um, and it's from a guy named Kevin. And Kevin says he has a friend who's a dad, you know, I, I don't know if they homeschool who has a four-year-old daughter. So Ben, he's probably not much older than you. And his name is Drew. And I said, Drew had four different seizures yesterday between one, uh, between one and nine yesterday after an e afternoon evening. The seizures caused him to go into cardiac arrest. The paramedics were able to shock his heart back into rhythm. 
but he went 20 minutes without oxygen to his brain. Holy Currently God. is unresponsive. They're monitoring him, but now it's the waiting game. They will know more in the next 24 to 48 hours. God can do a miracle in Drew's life. Please keep praying. You know, and I just thought, isn't it amazing how quickly everything can change? And, you know, and even as we're talking about the, the coming year, um, you know, it's good to, to think about the coming year. But here's the thing. I don't want you to miss today because I know Ben just put his kids to bed not too long ago, you know, half hour ago. And you think, oh, you know, they went to bed just like they always do, or maybe they're hard. But, you know, some of us parents, we wake up the next morning and our kids are gone. And I just want to get this part right um, and enjoy those shrill whistling moments um, because one day you never know that they would stop. Now, uh, with that little lead in, I thought maybe we should pray for Drew and we could pray for his wife uh, and how about we just pray right now um, and again if you know somebody uh, or if you have if you're listening right now if you'd pass that information along to pray for Drew uh, who you know went into cardiac arrest yesterday and 20 minutes without oxygen and is unresponsive right now you just pray for a miracle let's pray Dear God, I just pray, I thank, first of all, thank you for working in my son's life yesterday, that it wasn't a tragedy. And I pray for Drew right now, who, who woke up yesterday the same normal day like I was having, and his day didn't go the same. And Father, I know that you know him, and he knows you, and that you're, you can, you're very close to him right now. But we've just asked for a miracle. We asked for a miracle for his wife and for his daughter, so they wouldn't have to go through losing a father. And I just pray you do something miraculous. We don't ask because we deserve it or he deserves it. We just ask because we're your children and we don't know who else to ask. And we just pray, Father, that you would show yourself great. And we just pray for us who are listening that we would never take one day for granted. We pray all this in your name. Amen. Okay. Hey, Ben, uh, why don't you use that as just a little commercial and then we'll go into that New Year's resolution thing. I know this is a hard transition, but quickly I'm going to thank our sponsor, Teaching Textbooks. Teaching Textbooks is one of the best math curriculums around, and our family has used it for many, many years, and we've loved it. They have a new version of the curriculum that is better than ever, and you can access it from Windows, Macs, Chromebooks, and even smartphones. Every math problem is explained and demonstrated in an easy-to-understand way that takes the stress and the responsibility away from you. Teaching Textbooks stores your child's grades, so you can easily ensure that they are learning, and you can check their progress. Teaching Your Textbooks makes math fun, and you can visit the website over at teachingtextbooks.com to check out a free trial and also view a sample lesson. Thank you to Teaching Textbooks for all their support of the Smiling Homeschool Podcast. Well, Ben, uh, you didn't grow up in a family that did New Year's resolutions, because I know you probably have an aunt who uh, made all her kids come up with at least one, maybe two. I know she came up for with resolutions for her husband, um, you know, each year. And, and my uh, wife's sister, Dawn, she loves new year's she goes oh i just love making resolutions and thinking about all those i don't like resolutions i have made them in the past but ben are you do you have any resolutions for the coming year nope i don't ever really do it the only thing that i've ever like resolved was the amount of books i wanted to read and that's pretty much the only thing i take seriously and i do try to go for that <laughs> but uh i mean every once in a while you're like oh it'd be good to do 
you know, X thing, like work out more this year or whatnot. But yeah. I've never felt like January 1st was like a day I started needed to change something. It's like, well, if I was going to do it, I should have done it beforehand or I'll do it whenever I think I should, you know. So I've never yeah, really yeah. been that way. But I get why, you know. And Rissa was asking all of her friends last last week. She was like, what do you think? What are your New Year's resolutions as a married couple? And I'm like, oh, man, now we're going to, you know. <laughs> so uh, but, so oh, it's man. fun. <laughs> I think it's fun. But I just I, I've never been like super, you know, specific about certain things. So probably maybe I should be, but I never have. <laughs> well, it's kind of a man and woman thing. I know that. Uh, but uh, my sister-in-law, she'd always say things like, well, don't you want to be better at, you know, what are you, are you satisfied? And I'm always like, I've seen worse, you know, I think I'm okay right now. Um, so, but I thought I'd make, I'm going to be a little bold here. I'm going to make some resolutions for you, mom. You know, uh, you don't have to come up with your own. I'm going to come up with them for you. And they're really simple. And here's the first one. My first year, my first resolution for you is this in your homeschool for this coming year, for this coming semester, keep it short make it shorter okay so if you're temp if you've been going you know do school till the afternoon maybe you rein it in a little bit more you know because i really think shorter is better you know shorter uh, ben you know i know you're you like big books but you know when you want to learn something really learn something where do you usually go and find that out I mean, you know, if you want it quick, the internet's a nice, easy way. You go, you go check the uh, first page on, you know, on Wikipedia or something or on Google, read a quick snippet. But they also say it like in sales or if you're ever wanting or in a talk, if you're trying to like, you know, give a speech to someone or something like that, you need to just keep it short and precise because no one will pay attention after you get, you know, uh, you know, an hour and a half into something. It's, and your kid just, uh, I mean, there's just no way a kid is going to, I mean... Uh, you know, a lot of the majority, obviously some things do take practice and take, you know, time and commitment. But, um, I think a lot of times you just keep doing it because we have to hit the time frame versus are we actually effectively learning at this point? I agree. I mean, I mean, when we, you go to a YouTube video and if it says 14 minutes long, I don't want to watch it. I oh, want to do a, I want to learn how to do whatever I want to do in five minutes. Or if I have to scroll through page after page after page, I don't read it because I think we're geared because shorter is better. So I'm just gonna encourage you moms to maybe shorten your homeschool day. You know, maybe just a little bit. You know, maybe you set a goal to be done by lunch, you know, or maybe you shorten the individual lessons. You know, I know moms who, who have their kids do uh, several hours of math. You know, we've talked to the teaching textbooks people. You know, there's, there's probably doesn't even take an hour and they're saying we moms homeschoolers are going too long you know we're making it too hard because our brains aren't made that way because you know what happens when you start getting into this long youtube video this long article you know your mind starts to go get hazy you know you start to blank out and you kind of forget you know how the thing what you're supposed to be learning so my first new year's goal is to make it short shorter is better my second one is to do less. I know that is counterproductive or counterintuitive yeah. to you homeschoolers because I mean, even my wife, you know, her mantra is if there's a problem, it's because she's not organized enough. 
or she's not working hard enough or she's not, you know, ha having it all spelled out. And I think I can remember a mom, uh, you would know who she is, Ben, uh, uh, Kathy. Uh, and I remember one time she was talking to our church and uh, she said, she just said, you know, you homeschool moms, and she was one of them. She said, you need to just quit trying, you know? And, and it was like, everybody laughed, but what she, and she was dead serious. She just meant you're doing too much. You're working too hard. You're pushing the kids too much. So my first one is, you know, make it shorter and then do less. Um, I, I just, and I know there will be moms who go, yeah, but shouldn't you be challenging us? And I've already seen those posts out there, you know, the, uh, towards the end of this, uh, just go, this last week, you know, shouldn't, shouldn't you be, you know, pushing us on? And I'm like, you're already pushing you on. Everybody else is pushing you on. I think you should do less. Why? I think because you, your kids learn more when you do less. I, I believe that. And I think you're able to enjoy the more important things. So the first one is keep, make it shorter, do less. And then, um, I don't know, this third one is, uh, along with that, maybe just slow down. Don't be in a hurry. Uh, we'll, we'll call that, don't be in a hurry. Because uh, Ben was just talking about how smart Renly is. You know, Renly is really smart. Um, I mean, just tell, tell us how smart she is, Ben. I mean, I, I don't know. I just am like, again, I don't know what's normal or, you know, and obviously every parent thinks their child is brilliant, but, uh, well, I don't know, maybe my parents didn't think I was, but you know, in general, uh, <laughs> I've seen dumber. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Sam, but I've, other than yeah, Sam, but, true. uh, Renly is just, I mean, it's just so weird. Like she just uses like these huge, long, like complex phrases and like, she just understands almost like how to talk as well as almost an adult. Obviously, like her, she doesn't know much, you know, but like the way she talks is so fluent. It's so weird. Or like we were eating chicken and she's like, look, you can see a bump from where my chicken is in my cheek or something like that, you know, and she just says things like that all the time. She's she's two right now. I mean, there's I mean, she could have a conversation with anything about it's just really amazing uh but it's just pretty hilarious yeah i don't know i just think it's i'm always surprised when she responds in a very you know whatever oh, way it's is. it's hilarious it is hilarious <laughs> and you know i think the temptation in homeschooling is you know uh, of course we want to move at our own speed uh you know people will because we're homeschoolers we can go at any speed we want you know we have a kid who's struggling doing something we don't have to go very fast but sometimes i think and we've talked about this uh in the past ben you know our kids start to show these you know that they're that maybe not advanced but they're they're up there and so then we kind of we pile it on them you know we start to take them in directions we think oh maybe they're ready to read or maybe they're ready to do this or maybe they're ready to do that and you know our kids are graduating when they're 15 and 16 years old they're, uh, you know, taking advanced math, you know, as a 12 year old or 13 year old. And, you know, maybe our job as a parent sometimes is to, uh, you know, slow it down a little bit. You know, just because your three year old might be able to read doesn't mean you should read. You know, maybe you shouldn't start school at that time. Maybe you still wait so your child can still be a kid. You know, maybe your 15 year old, even though they could graduate, maybe we don't let them graduate 
you know, and we still give them some more stuff so that they can mature in other areas or they can be a kid for a little while because I'm thinking, and maybe you could correct me, Ben, you know, that maybe our kids are, some of our kids are mentally able to do more and better and, you know, longer, but maybe emotionally they're not ready. I mean, you see that all the time where like some, it's not that a kid couldn't do it with enough parental pushing and uh, making them feel like they're failing so they try harder or whatever it is. Because um, honestly, I think that's a lot of it and that's super frustrating feeling. But you know, you see Olympians who are like 14 year old girls or whatever, who are guys who, you know, do something and it's like, yeah, or you know, you some, I don't know, something something else, you know, that's extremely hard. And the kid does it because, you know, their parents usually, and, and it doesn't mean that the kid hates it all the time because at that level, you know, usually you'll find some enjoyment. But it's not that they aren't capable, it's whether it is actually something that is good or worthwhile in the long run. Um, and a lot of what we're doing in school, obviously the cores are important, but a lot of those things that even though they could do more math or whatever, doesn't necessarily mean those benefits are out long-term ever gonna outweigh the benefit of them being able to you know, play and build relationships with their siblings or um, you know, have a memory doing something with you versus Oh yeah, I had them able to do X amount of, you know, they could do these huge algorithms at the age of whatever, like just because you can teach it doesn't mean that it's that, you know, you should or that there's that much benefit, I think at least. I agree, I agree, I totally, you know, even as you're talking about like the the uh, Mar or the Olympians, you know, I mean, so many of them, uh, even though they were amazing, they, they often have regrets of what they missed. Um, you know, and I, I think, you know, the greatest thing is to have our kids at our home. And I would, it saddens me to think that they might miss, you know, some of those home fun things because, you know, we just, we, we, we allowed them. We didn't push them to go harder, even though some of us do that, but we even allowed them to go, you know, maybe a little bit faster than they needed to go. So, you know, make it short, do less, slow it down. Um, and I know this kind of sounds uh, the easy way out, but here's my resolution for you is to do what they like. You know, not all, you know, if your kids say, oh, I just want to play video games. That's not what a parent does. Parent doesn't say, okay, just go play video games. You know, or I just want to watch television all day. Okay, just go watch television. I'm not talking about that. But in, as far as school goes, maybe we focus on the things that they like to do. <coughs> so if your kid, you know, likes to draw or do art, let them do, let, this year, let them draw more, you know, let them do more art. You know, if your child likes to read, let them read more, you know, um, uh, or, or and, and not, not not make it so, so not drudge through the things that they're not good at, you know, because I mean, that just takes all the fun out of homeschooling and it takes all the learning out of homeschooling. Um, you know, if your kid's not good at math, maybe you plug away a little bit but you don't do it for very long and you let them do things that they're good at um again you know maybe they like to build things and let them build uh let's uh, for this year you know let them do what they'd like or what they enjoy doing um and i also you know another is to cut out the busy work you know i know sometimes moms you get so bogged down by all the things they have to do you know so because you have the you have the right you know if you have a big sheet that says do 100 uh you know addition 
whatever little they're not tables whatever they're you know three plus six plus seven and you've got a hundred little problems you don't have to do them all you know you don't have to read all the books that they ask you to read you don't have to do it all you're the homeschooler so maybe uh you cut out some of the busy work that you're just like i don't know why we spend so much time doing this if you say that to yourself don't do it don't do it um you know because busy isn't always good in fact it's, it's busy's not better uh sometimes it's just busy mm-hmm. um were you gonna say something man no i just totally agree i mean that that's true in like work and everything like it's just like just false you know like i remember uh actually my cousin he interviewed uh someone who was a producer on a tv show and he said you know there was a he worked at this is in work but he would work at the office and you know he would be done at five and his other friend who also worked at you know same business or whatever he would work until super late at night every night and the guy said how do you do it how do you leave at every day at five he's like well i say i'm done then and the work just finishes itself by that point like i don't let myself go longer and i thought that was really interesting because if you let yourself have the time and if you want to fill the time, then it will just fill itself with busyness instead of actual like benefit or productivity and other things can suffer because of that. Um, but that's just what made me think of that. I, I agree. Know. I agree. You know, and just the last couple little things, you know, maybe this this resolution is uh, because it kind of fits in some of those other things where shorter is better, you know, less is better, uh, um, easy is better. Maybe we take some of those textbooks that have really been bogging you down and we set them aside because I think there's a better way to learn than just textbooks. I mean, Ben is a history guy, not because he read a bunch of history textbooks, but because he read a lot of great stories. Um, and I think there's a better way than just things that come in big, thick textbooks. In fact, I was looking through one uh, a couple of weeks ago and in the midst of it, I thought, how can anybody make it through this? And this is like for fourth graders and I couldn't get through it. Um, so maybe I'd put those away and find a better, better method to teach than that. Um, you know, and maybe lastly, uh, don't sweat the grades, you know, just don't sweat the grades this year. Um, because, you know, uh, we were talking just this past week uh, to some parents and, you know, they're so concerned about how, what grade their kids get. Uh, you know, and I, I, honestly, some of our kids just don't test very well. Um, and it's not a measure of how much they know. It's not a measure of how good a teacher you are. Um, you know, so I just wouldn't sweat it. In fact, I was telling someone just yesterday that, you know, the only time I ever got 100 on a test was my SAT. Uh, so, uh, you know, and I'm a productive citizen. Uh, so don't sweat it. So my, that's my New Year's list for you this year is to make it shorter, do less, slow down, you know, do what they like, maybe put some of those textbooks away and don't sweat the grades. Um, you know, and really, if you do those things, I think you'll have a smiley homeschool year. Uh, and not just a smiley homeschool year, but a smiley year altogether. So, hey, thanks for listening to us. Thanks for joining us. Uh, again, don't forget to pray for my cruise transition. Uh, I sure would appreciate it. Uh, you're going to be in good hands next week as Ben does whatever Ben's going to do. I'm sure it'll be amazing. And uh, thanks for joining us. Hope you have a happy new year. And don't forget to smile.
Thank you for listening to another episode of the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. Try to follow these resolutions and make them part of your homeschool for 2020. If you have any questions or need encouragement, feel free to message us over on our Facebook page and we will respond as quickly as possible. You can also email us at todd at thesmilinghomeschooler.com. We also want to thank Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. They make math fun. You can check out their website over at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling and Happy New Year.